Welcome home. We are WNSG, AM 1570, Taos in Baltimore. It is our final segment, but uh, not of the week, just of the day. We're Costas in, uh, wrapping things up here right around. I said I'd be done at 5 o'clock. Mr. Costas showing up at 5 o'clock, saying, oh, sorry, show's over. We got plenty of time, he says. All right, we'll bring him back. Uh, if you have not seen the special on Vice on Costas and Dundalk with Steve Cho, uh, please go check it out. You can find it at YouTube. Just put Vice and Costas in, Dundalk in. It'll pop right up. You can watch that. We've had so many amazing guests here uh, today. Um, I'd say all of them are my favorite guests, but uh, it's Dundalk, and I know some of the people and some of the people I don't know, some of the organizations I know, but I don't know the people. This is an organization I don't know, but I know some people. Uh, Brian Marchetti and uh, Wendy Leonard are from Believable Foundation. Make sure I get that right, not Believe, Believable Foundation. Brian Marchetti's been playing the role of Santa Claus here. How many years have you been doing this, Brian? Fifteen. Well, it's not hard to think you look like Santa Claus. I mean, I know you've heard that before, right? It's really complicated, too. You know, being born with blue eyes and being fat was, was a big, a lot, a lot of work for me to do. Well, I mean, you're jolly. I wouldn't call it fat. <laughs> I, I would call it uh, a, a big bone. Yeah, I'll go with that as well. Wendy Leonard is the founding board member of Believable Foundation. Um, I'll find out about that. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having us Thanks today. For, hey, I'm glad. I, I was a little worried. He was worried about you making it and the timing, and then I went up being late, as predicted, and everything worked out great to get you here. So give me the Santa Claus thing with you, because I've never... I, have I had you on the show and asked you this before? I don't think I have. No, you I think haven't. in the real world, you've been our Santa Claus. Uh, you've come out for various canned food drives and coat drives that we've done in the past. I have pictures of you and me as Santa at Coat Drives up at Buffalo Wild Wings and different things that we've done over the years. You always say to me, if you need a Santa, I'm there for you, and I love you Correct. for that. I haven't called you and bugged you much lately since my wife had the plague and all. The, and my wife got sick. But it's been a number of years, but I, I know you. I wouldn't be a very good Santa. You know what I mean? I'm not jolly enough. But when you look like Santa and you got the vibe... It's a gift to you every year, right, to, yeah. to be able to play that role. I, I actually didn't think I'd be able to do it. I, um, I lost a bet to Wendy. That's how we started really? doing this. That's yeah. exactly oh, right. you got to give me the story. Forget you. You give right. me the story, Wendy. So we're Ravens fans, and so we're at the football game. It's early November. So, you know, Maryland has that tradition with no-shave November. And so um, he's growing his beard a little bit just because I think it's an excuse not to shave. Um, we had a running joke with um, the the guitar player and singer of Great Train Robbery, a local, you know, Dundalk band, and we he would tease him and say, "I'm going to steal all your groupies because I'm going to have a better beard than you." And we're sitting at the football game, and I looked at him and I said, "I think you could be Santa." Which he replied, "My immediate response was just because I'm fat and I have blue eyes doesn't make me Santa." And then she went on to describe why she thought my personality and my disposition would work in the role. And uh, what I eventually said to her to get her to stop talking was, if you can find a suit that fits me, I'll do it. The gentle giant. So two weeks later, he was Santa with a suit that was too big for him. And if you can see Brian, he's a very, he's not a typical 2X or 3X kind of gentleman. No, she, uh, she, she did really well. And we went out and we started doing it and didn't have any idea what we were doing and became self-taught. And after a couple of years, the business started to grow, and uh, people started to offer me money, and we were donating everything we were making, so we just continued with it and eventually established the Believable Foundation because it grew exponentially. I swear to God, I, I plugged you, and you said you were listening today. I plugged you a couple times, and I threw your name out, and your sister's special to me, and you know that, and we'll talk about that in a minute. I've already cried three and a half times a day. Don't make it four. My mother, it might, I might cry twice. It might be six before the day's over, but um, I said... 
Yeah, this guy plays Santa Claus every year. I don't really know what he does. I didn't know about the foundation. I had you on because you play Santa, and I didn't know enough about Believable, so we're going to learn about this. Believable Foundation, wearing a hat. What? So she challenges you to be Santa. She buys an outfit for you to be Santa. You're Santa 15 years ago. At what point does it become like, we could do good with this beyond just me having fun with it? It was probably a gift to you just to put the suit on and have kids make a big deal of it. I always think about that. People at football games dressed as Santa. It's fun walking around as Santa. I would always say when I hung out with Brian Billick as my partner and we would come places, I would always say it would be like walking in with Santa Claus. Like when you walk in and everybody would want to come up, they'd be smiling, they'd be happy. Put the Santa suit on. No, nobody hates Santa. Well, there are a few out there who do. Um, I won't isolate anybody's name, Marlon Humphrey, but there are some that are afraid of Santa and won't take a picture with him, Marlon Humphrey. So, Marlon you know, Humphrey is, 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 is that. He's the only guy on the team that doesn't shock. wouldn't take a picture with me. I was sort of, sort of shocked by that. So that's why I'm calling him out. But in any case... I would call him out on just being a bad human. I mean, when I've <laughs> talked to him, he's been a... He's, been a, he's, been a yeah. he's one of the reasons that me not being around the Ravens isn't, like, all that bad for me. Because mm-hmm. I don't like being treated like that. Right. Just so you know. Uh, I walked up to him and I said, I'm medium. How do you think he treated me? If he yeah. treats Santa Claus that way... How do you think I got treated? I understand completely. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, so we worship these guys, and the ones who deserve worship, I've always been willing to – there's nobody that's done more to promote the Baltimore Ravens than me. You know that. Sure, you, you absolutely. Know, your, your sister, no, everybody, everybody in the audience should know that. And then the treatment you got is the treatment that I got, and I don't like that. I'm 55 years old. Santa doesn't like that either. Clearly Santa didn't like it because Santa's, <laughs> Santa's bitching on the radio about it. Good. Good. Right. Go ahead. So anyway, um, the guys that are jerks should be called. I mean, you act that way. I've never acted that way with anybody. So yeah, go go ahead. Yeah. But keep going. So in any case, you wanna, uh, I'll pile on Marlon Humphrey. <laughs> I'm happy to get well soon. So now anyway, yeah, kid, you, you know the, the business just grew. I mean, we were we were going to more and more events, getting more and more requests. People started offering to pay us, and we were taking the money and we were using it to. Uh, to filter into the shelter over by Franklin Square Hospital, the uh, Eastside Family Resource Eastern, Center. Eastern, Eastern Family Resource, Resource Center. And, uh, and then also some of the money was going to the Race Foundation up in uh, Hartford County. and Race Against Abuse of Children Everywhere. Right. And then uh, Wendy had a program. I'm that, glad she's here. You were right. Yeah. <laughs> this wouldn't be going anywhere without her. Yeah, I, and, and you know what? My business wouldn't be anywhere without her. And it's not, I shouldn't say my business. It's ours. It's, it's absolutely ours. And it wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Wendy and the motivation and drive that she gives me to go do the things that I do. Are you seeing all year? Uh, if you look like this, you have to be. Well, I'm just asking. Like, I mean, I would think that, like, I think of Santa. For me, Santa is something at a football game or it's at the mall with candy sticks, right? Yeah. Like, or, you know, at a department store or that would be somebody who would hire you for a couple hours, come out and play. Or come over to my kid's house. It's Christmas and we'll pay you to come over and be Santa for an hour or whatever. But I, th- I thought that was a seasonal job. <laughs> I-, I thought Santa starts right around Thanksgiving <laughs> and ends right around. Well, the minute you hear Mariah Carey, yeah, when, that's usually October. <laughs> but, but actually, the summertime is fun. So there's a big rise and people wanting to do stuff together. So Christmas, Christmas in July. July. Right. But, but again, Baltimore is a great place with lots of, you know, 
you know, beer, fresh beers from breweries and barbecues and that kind of stuff. And so we do a lot of beer judging contests and all that in the summertime. It's a lot of fun. I mean, for Brian, it's a little different because he looks like Santa Claus. You, he can't walk in and around without getting a couple looks. You know, I started out as, a, as, as an elf because I refused to dye my hair because actually... You want um, to be Mrs. Claus? So I am now Mrs. Claus. I've been Mrs. Claus for about uh, eight or ten years. But I, as we were dying, his that hair. That is so good, dude. So God, that's good. I actually have a science degree, and like, he lets me be a cosmetologist and dye his hair. The fact that he trusts me with that is kind of amazing. But I want to hold this up for the kids. I don't touch many people's phones, but I want to rinse my hands. But, the, but, but this is what they do, man. This is, this is the coolest thing. So make sure everybody can see that. There you go. I, I, I dim the light for everybody. So Mrs. Claus and Santa Claus. This is an awesome gig you guys got going, man. So I think in the general part is, is believable as the name came from, we believe that working together, we are able to make a difference. And, you know, the fabric of what we've been doing has been to give back. And so whether we're, you know, we're donating blood, donating platelets, donating food and supplies and book supplies, you know, book bags to get children at the homeless shelter ready to go. My big love is pillowcases. And so um, I'm a mother of three kids. Two of those were special needs, and two of them have passed. Um, so sorry. So I could make you cry. I could potentially make you cry I've today. I've cried already. Um, we haven't I'm talked about Millie yet. Crying out so, but um, when my son was in the hospital, he was at Johns Hopkins at the pediatric unit. Um, he was 19 at the time, and he was stayed in the hospital for five days, and one of the nurses brought him a homemade pillowcase. Um, and so... When we got out, all my friends said, what can we do? What do you need? Do you need a meal? Do you need somebody to cut the grass? What do you need? And I said, we're going to play it forward. So he's, you know, he was 19. He's been in for five days. Let's do that many pillowcases. And so my friends banged it out of the park. Um, when, Zach, when Mason passed away, we um, donated 2,000 pillowcases to Johns Hopkins Pediatric Hospital, and since then it's been just under four years, and we've donated over ten thousand pillowcases. And we're not talking That's a lot of pillowcases. It's a, it is, and so we have folks that go out and tie dye. I have people that sew. I have people that you know buy their favorite theme. So whether they like Snoopy or Pokemon, or whether they like dragons and butterflies and all kinds of stuff. So they're all fun themes. So if you've ever been in a pediatric ward, they do their best to make it bright and cheery, but it's not. It's a hospital environment. My wife spent 155 <laughs> nights at, at, at the Kimball Center. And, you know, the hardest thing in the world was going downstairs. And even when she was doing well enough to take her port and, and her pole and go down there and to see children down there, it was just, it was, you know, it, so, we, we know and... Yep. So, and again, for my son, which was special needs, it was a great way when a doctor, a nurse, somebody in the medical staff came in, they could say, hey, buddy, look at that cool pillowcase, because I wouldn't let him take his blood pressure, his temperature, or do any procedure on him unless they made friends with him, because to me, even though he was special needs, it was, he was the patient. And so the pillowcases were an icebreaker, and so now we're doing a lot of area children's hospitals. So we do, um, uh, you know, I'm loyal to to Johns Hopkins, but we also do Kennedy Krieger, Sinai, Mount Washington, University of Maryland, Shock Trauma. I work for the Army, so we do Walter Reed. Most people think of Walter Reed as wounded warriors, but they also have a 13-bed pediatric um, unit. Um, Because of our Santa um, activities, we do a lot of stuff a sleigh activities, and so we also take toys to hospitals or other places. But um, I think you made it make a better, uh, better Mrs. Claus than an elf. 
I think. A- absolutely. I could be an elf. It took you know me what I mean? several I, years to get her to, to make the switch because she said she wasn't going to bleach her hair. I bleach my hair. My hair is actually brown, and we bleach everything to be white. So uh, I tried to talk her into bleaching her hair, and she wouldn't do I'm it. I'm so but, disappointed in hearing uh, this. I know. I'm sorry. You know what? The I'm pr- canceling the show. You're no. no longer real Santa if you got... You bl- the, the problem, I didn't know that. The problem is you and I are very close in age. I'm 57. Wendy's 56. You're 55. I mean, just not quite there yet. Maybe another 10 years from now, it'll turn. But so far, it's... I pluck uh, mine. They piss me off, every one of them. Well, what I find is is that I work harder than Santa. I don't care what anybody says. I work harder. Well, good. It is true. In the industry, uh, we're actually teaching classes at Santa schools around the country now and gotten to know a lot of people. And in general, it's Santa is who everybody comes to see, and it's Mrs. Claus who works the hardest. She's the one that's hopping up and getting people ready for pictures or grabbing somebody's cell phone so the whole family can get a picture or keeping the line in order. Whatever it takes, she's the one who's in motion doing all the work, and I'm the one just sitting there looking pretty, which I do fantastic. You do good. You're, you're a hell of a Santa. Yes, Brian Marchetti's here, Wendy Leonard, a believable foundation. They do they do Santa. And as you can tell, if you're watching on the video, they do Santa. Is was there a model for this? You can't be the only two people doing Santa Claus for charity in places, Actually, right? Actually, like, Wendy's been doing fundraising her whole life. And uh, when we started to work together and we started this little project, we didn't know what it was going to turn into. And once we were able to create the Believable Foundation, then all of the things that we did collectively fell under one umbrella. And I thought that that was going to be something that would grow slowly, but instead it has grown quickly. Um, we've, I think the corporation itself started in 2020, but our approval for uh, the nonprofit status was in 2022, and our numbers doubled immediately as soon as we got the nonprofit status and we were able to do more. A good example is we took a trip to Williamsburg that was for a Santa school, and driving down there and back, we bought 1,100 pillowcases. So, I mean, we're, we have the funds to do some of the things that we've always wanted to do or we've been doing, but on a smaller scale. So now because of this, we're able to, to grow and, and to give back more. And that's really what it's about. It's always been about giving back ever since day one. And, you know, it was small scale before, and now it's becoming large scale. But there's lots of Santa schools out there. We didn't know that when we started. Actually, it was kind of funny. The very first year he did it, I had a nephew who was about 18 months old. And so I brought him over for a house visit. And I think it was the wonder in Matthew's eyes looking at Santa that got Brian hooked. Brian doesn't have children of his own. And I think just that pure belief and joy really suckered him in. Um, I'm later, so glad you guys came by. I love hearing this story. This is awesome. But the funnier part was is there was Mars on Wise Avenue, and I convinced him to go in full Santa gear to go buy milk and cookies at the grocery store. And I thought it was you hysterical. Up Wise. I'm going to hook you up with Wise, Mar. And they, they, yeah. you know, they took over Mars. Yeah. You, you belong in a place like that. I, I, Brian, I, I got to tell you, before we go, and I, I have the food bank guy. I swear I'm, rac- I'm wrapping up, man. We're going to get this food to people. Get a picture. I've only been here eight, eight hours. So, I'll be, uh, so for you with your sister, and um, you, you clearly had good parents. I mean, I, I, don't, you know, I know your sister... Um, your sister came to my mother's house. She was the person who cared for my mother at the end of her life. Don't get me started, but how's your sister? She, how's she doing? My sister's doing well. I actually Just have, special lady, Millie. Yeah, I have two sisters here in Baltimore, and uh, both of them are doing good. One recently lost her husband, but she's getting by with that. And Millie, who you know, is doing really well. Still going it's, to Ravens games. I see your pop-up. Yeah, we, she's yeah. at the tailgate We tailgate week. for every game. Uh, it's funny you said parents. I was actually adopted. 
So we were raised by different parents, but there are unique similarities between her and I. I'm a firm believer in things being environmental and not genetic, but I'm sure if you ask her husband or if you ask Wendy, there's definitely some genetic similarities between her and I, because she tends to be a pain in the butt, and so am I. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> she was just a beautiful person to take care of my mother. It's a special, special thing she did with my mother. What I will tell you is I believe she's a fantastic nurse, and I'd let her work on me or help me anytime at all. There's, I trust her. That's the one oh, thing is I absolutely implicitly. trust her. Yeah. I hope I have that kind of care when I'm 98, right? Me too, if Period. I make it that Your far. Your mother was 98? My mother was 98. Very wow. nice. My Ask mo- Millie about my mother. I will. Ask Millie about my mother. My, Millie loved my mother. My mom's my here mo- today. Millie took care of my father as well, my father. And yeah. so uh, she holds a good Special place in people, my heart. Special people, man. And- Special people like you guys. Believable. How can people help you? What can they do other than hire you Santa Claus? Well, they can actually give us a call, and if you don't mind, I'll give my number. It's Please. 410-905-8550. Call us up, ask us what kind of projects we're working on, and we'll tell you what we can use and what we, what, we, what we need at that time. We're always doing something different. I mean, we currently have a big project that we're working on now that's scheduled for the weekend of March 8th through the 10th at Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. We've got about 100 people coming in. And it's a huge stuff a sleigh program that's going to be there, and it's a Santa- stuff a sleigh. I yeah. love it. It's a All Santa right. gathering, is what it is. But we do things both locally and otherwise. We're currently right now accepting donations for the um, Kennedy Krieger Festival of Trees, which Wendy is a big part of. We, we did that. We did that for the first time um, in in November. And so the whole fun thing was is you got to pick your theme. And so we were so afraid that somebody wouldn't buy our tree because that's what it is. It's a fundraiser, and your money goes to support research at Kennedy Krieger. And so, in the end, we, we, we did a wreath, a four-foot tree, and a seven-foot tree, and they sold very quickly. And so, this year, so moving in already, we're already planning to do moose as our theme. So, we're going to do Merry Christmas. And so, we're kind of excited in collecting ornaments and making ornaments. And, you know, we would love if anybody, you know, is going out to Alaska or Maine and they see some fun moose ornaments, I would love to have some of them. And... And that kind of stuff, but also to come out and look at our trees in November. So it'd be a lot of fun to do that. So just a nice way to give back again. To me, it's about being community-based, right? So if everybody just does a little bit, whether it's dogs, food, you know, you know, donate blood, whether you donate money or that kind of stuff, everybody working together, we're able to make a difference. And that's why I think it's believable. So. Believable. Believable Foundation. You can learn more on Facebook at Believable Foundation or BelievableFoundation.org. Wendy Leonard, Brian Marchetti, our guests here were Costas. Did I get everything in? Did I leave anything out? Are we good? Yeah, I think we're good. Thank you. Thanks. Sorry the Ravens didn't turn out so good for you and Millie. And, you know, we, hey, Orioles are under new ownership, it's under new management. Absolutely. We're already are. buying our tickets for an April game, so. I'm calling them the new and improved Orioles is what that's going to be yeah. my. It's been a great year to be a sports fan in Maryland. It has been. It has uh, been. It's been, a great, it's been a great week to be thrown out of the Ravens and to not be in Las Vegas and to be here with you. It really has been. So thank you very much. Thank you. Love, love uh, all the connections we've made that people come out. And um, I threw it out to the cosmos like in early December. I said, I'm looking to do 100 charities. But you were one of the people that was like all my – I knew you did something, and I didn't even know really what it was. I knew you did a – a Santa turn. So all day long, I was saying, I got this guy that does a Santa thing. I don't really know about it, but like now I know about it. All so right. I'm glad you're taking care of the kids, and I'm sorry for your loss. And um, but we're all in it together. All right, you come back again next year. Jen I'll make you wear your suit next year. Is Jen doing good? She's doing good. She needs a picture with Santa. I'm ready. I know you the are. The only you one I have with her was done at tailgate, and I was wearing the purple Santa suit. And I have a picture. You, of you her have a purple and, and a red. Yeah. 
All right. Absolutely. You got to get an orange one now soon. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready when they are. You will need that at game one of the World Series in October playing Mariah Carey. So, if they uh, want to invite me, I'll bring it. What's your favorite Christmas song? <sighs> wow. I, you know, I, I listen to so many songs at Christmas time. To be honest with you, I've become immune to it. <laughs> but I actually, when I'm, in, when I'm at events, I ask people who their favorite reindeer is. And inevitably, it's Rudolph. So I sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer at just about every event that I go to. So I, I guess Rudolph is going to be the answer to your question. I, that's, that's probably the one that I, I know all the words to, to be honest with you. There are some that I don't know all the words to. Dasher and Dancer and Donner and Blitzen, Comet and Cupid. And uh, I'm missing them. I, I don't know. I'm out. It's Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen. Prancer, I Comet forgot Prancer. Comet and Cupid, Donner and Blitzen, and most of but all. But do you recall? Rudolph. And then there's also Olive. Olive, the other reindeer. That came later. That came later. That came later. Brian Marchetti's here. He knows all the reindeer. Uh, we're going to let him uh, get off North Point Road here and get back to the North Pole with the elves. Got some toys to make. Got, Got some toys, toys to, make. to make. Yeah, absolutely. Still putting switches in coal. Don't, don't do that to me. You know, coal's too expensive now. We're using recycled trash now, actually. Okay, yeah, that's the nice. The price of coal went up, so now you get recycled trash when you're on the naughty list. My, my cat has taken to playing with leftover paper, the stuffing paper. So my wife brought it home at Christmas. Christmas wasn't yesterday. I mean, I know it's, all, it's every day for you. But Christmas is seven weeks ago, and she left the paper on the floor, and we forgot that how much the cat loved it at the old condo. And now it's a full-time. It's like when you go into Chick-fil-A and have the balls. My cat has leftover Christmas paper everywhere, and she dives into it, and she, like... So Christmas is every day at my place. I still haven't cleaned the Christmas paper up, I guess is what I'm saying. It's Sounds great. Spe- Sounds great. Speaking of cats, by the way, you had uh, talked to somebody from Show Your Soft Side earlier today. Tanya, yes. And Dawn Canella is a board of directors member there, and she's actually my neighbor. So she takes care of all the cats that are in my community, and I actually got a kitten from her a few years ago. Which so, kitten's name? Uh, that one is, um, what's, oh, it's Rico. Rico. Okay. Rico, yeah. I thought you might have named it after a reindeer. I wasn't sure. You know so. what? It was black and white. looked like a penguin, so we had to find a penguin name. And uh, I thought about the uh, penguins of Madagascar. So it was uh, Rico. Sarge, Rico, and Kowalski were the three names of the penguins there. And Sarge and Kowalski didn't work, so he became Rico. Look, I couldn't name the reindeer a minute ago. Don't get me started on the Ninja Turtles because I'll forget <laughs> Raphael or Leonardo or something. Uh, Wendy Leonard, Brian Marchetti, Believable Foundation. I'm wrapping things up because the sun is setting in my eyes here out of the west side of Costas. We're getting a beautiful... Uh, that would be Bear Creek sunset in that direction of the Bear Creek. Uh, big thanks to everybody here at Costas. Uh, we've had another eight-hour show where Mr. Costas has blown me off and won't do the show today. So uh, I, keep, I give him a hard time because he did this Vice thing. If you haven't seen the Vice piece on Costas, he tells his story of coming here from Greece with $5 in his pocket wow. and creating this place. Everybody go watch that. That's homework. I'm stepping out. I'm breaking. I'm done. I'm back after it. Coco's on Wednesday. Stay fair on Thursday. Friday, we're going to be up at Pappas. I hope we get this much food everywhere as we move around the city. Big thanks to the Maryland Lottery. Hopefully, I have my Oprah moment. You get a ticket. Uh, thank you, sir. I feel like Santa. I feel like Oprah, actually, <laughs> given go. that. And you get a lottery awesome, ticket. Awesome, thank you. And he's going to get a lottery ticket from the Maryland Food Bank. I'm Nestor. We are WNST AM 1570, Towson, Baltimore. Signing off, but back live again at 9 a.m. with the sun's in my eyes. Ho, ho, ho. Green giant.